Are you, if you're on the air, you got to clean your teeth. You got something going on there. All right. Fucking poppy. Oh, it's all this shit, man. Drinking a poppy seed yogurt smoothie no right before you go on the air. I don't really consider this the air, you know? <laughs> it's a good fucking opportunity to embarrass myself teeth-wise. Mm. Not, not a lot of sentences that are real nice that end with teeth-wise. <laughs> I mean, try to think of that as the end, the last word of a sentence that you want to hear. <laughs> teeth-wise. <laughs> nope. Nope. Didn't want to hear that. There's a guy the other night in the bodega, okay? The guy in the bodega is a foreigner. Who, you know, he's working there, and he's like, uh, so explain to me. I have a question. So more people vote for us. He just wants to understand the Electoral College. There's an old guy there who looks like he knows what the fuck is going on, and uh, he goes, so uh, I go, hey, you know, but Hillary knew what the Electoral College was about, too, and, um, you know, she could have gone to Wisconsin. He goes, she would have gone to Wisconsin. She would have won the election. I'm like, well, it was a swing state. You know, there's a bunch of them. Conversation continued, and I said something to him like, "Yeah, but you know what? We're in trouble because we had two hundred thousand these fucking women up there getting all pissed off at the same time, you know, trying to kind of bring them back in." And he goes, "Yeah, he goes, I uh, felt like that maybe if we're not strong enough in the to fight the government, then now I feel the women will be the ones to fight the government for us." Really? Did was was he like a Mongol or something? Did he? <laughs> is that <laughs> how he spoke? He I feel like the. The women will be strong enough to fight for us. This is like, this is... This is a grown man. It is. It's a Native a American. <laughs> that's, did he turn around and shed a single tear? By the moonlight. It will... The, woman, fight for man. When the wolf comes down from the mountain. Uh, Look, when you go down there for that kind of interview, if you run into somebody who's normal and you like, you're going to say like, yeah, no, this ain't working. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for comedy. Where are the idiots? I was trying to buy a fucking sandwich. This was—I wasn't even there for that thing. I mean, I did go. You're just buying a, You went to D.C. to buy a sandwich oh, that no, day. No, 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 not D.C. I went to Eighth Avenue. To buy oh yeah, right, right, right. Okay. I did go to see that <laughs> thing. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to see that much hate all put together. It's, like, it's so funny. They're protesting hate, but they're the most hateful people. You, you, you're, you're grouping people together, Pat. You're generalizing and stereotyping. It's, uh, yeah. it's sad. Well, don't take it personally. Why? <laughs> That's a weird thing to say for for stereotyping. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, like you just stereotype me. Yeah, don't take it personally. I'm talking about all people like you. It's perfect. Yeah, you're all the same. Yes, that's right. It's not you. It's, it's all, all people, people like, like you. you. That's the guy who who likes the cuck. I think that's that stupid guy that I talked to. He was mm. likes it, likes it. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he he likes he he gets mm. off on it. Like wow, guys like fucking oh no, yeah. oh god, don't fuck her. No. Doesn't want to just fucking her. Oh, doesn't doesn't, doesn't want to just hear about it. Not in the ass. No, wants no. to be oh god. Uh, yes, there's a hole in his hat. Uh, <laughs> oh no, god. I'm gonna come if you do that. Uh, oh man, this is mm, this is the uh, teeth wise. This is good teeth wise. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In Manhattan, where the buildings grow tall, Erder May. Four men, their stories become one. A New Jersey canine of the high-density variety, looking for ass and not used to taking no for an answer. A wealthy celebrity jeweler with a diamond cutter for his gym's sculpted boy toy, slash long-lost son. A silk Manhattan purse. Poorly sewn from the tough skin scrotum of a Florida hog and unraveling faster than you can say Fort Onkydale hay. Well, nobody owns life, but anyone who can pick up a frying pan owns death. 
William F. Burroughs said that, <laughs> which makes it something a junkie thought. If there's one thing junkies know a lot about, it's not owning things. But I mean, I'm not, I don't know why I'm telling you, you know all this. Yeah, I know it, uh, back and forth, up and down. Backwards and forwards. Twice. <laughs> you know what I think he was trying to say? Joining me now, J.R. Havlin. What's up, Pat? And what's up? I think what he was trying to say is, uh, and need I remind you, I, I would like to... William S. Burroughs or... William S. Burroughs, yeah. Go ahead. Did he really say that? Yeah, he really said that. If you like pro-grade, literal, figurative, or metaphorical interpretations, the most accurate, free interpretation service is at your fingertips. And I mean right now. Write me at patdixonnyc at gmail.com with the subject line interpretation to get your free, accurate interpretation of any quote. Ever wonder... Hey, what do you mean by that? I'll tell you. Find out the meaning behind any statement that anybody ever made about anything. I interpret quotes from your boss, from somebody you met on a first date, your mother, father, or in-laws. Trust me, I know what they meant, and I'll tell you, it's free. Your kids, your spouse, your best friend, your bookmaker, neighbor, bartender. You don't want to die wondering, do you? Uh, you just need to ask, that's all I'm saying, just ask. I'll even interpret quotes from philosophers and shit like that. You a fan of poetry? Oh, boy, am I not. <laughs> How could you be? It's, it's the worst. I'd never understand any of it. Yeah. And I don't think it's because I'm an idiot. I'm not ruling that out. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. Could it be that you're just resentful? I, uh, resentful? No. More I mean, you're like, wearing a hat uh, that says hate on it. I'm skeptical. No, skeptical just, of poetry. Yeah, I'm skeptical of poetry. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. It might not exist. No, no, no I, I don't. I, I'm not skeptical about its existence. Never, I believe that it exists. Proof of poetry, though. Yeah, yeah. What are you skeptical of? Its value? Yeah. Any anything where anybody says to me, it's whatever you make of it. Well, why it shouldn't even be there then? You know, like, am I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, you I'm make not, a picture. You're the I'm, artist. I'm not mad at poetry. You know, I love, uh, um, you know, most of the books I read my kids, they rhyme. And I know that's not the only key to poetry, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no there's a whole, there's, there's, there's another, yeah, there's a lot about of. meter or something? Yeah, there's meter, there's, uh, there's metaphor. Yeah, it's metaphor, all M's, right? all the M's. All the M's. And then mm -hmm. and not only that, but uh, your favorite poet is probably like a, like a Cat Stevens or something, right? Like. No, oh, close though. It's cat, it's cat related. It would be uh, Cat Williams. Theodore Geisel. It would be. <laughs> That's what Jesus. kids are supposed to do. What? Who the hell was that? Cat Williams. Oh, Cat Will. Oh, Cat Williams. <laughs> I. Th you had it mixed up with somebody else. I, you said Cat Stevens. I did, did the first time, then oh, I switched okay. to Williams. Wow, that's weird. And a horrible impression, by I've the way. Got the I've got the interpretations. Just write me for an interpretation of anything you need. Now, how about this? This guy, a, a little about this guy, 16th century poet John Donne. Are you aware of him? You've heard of John Donne, right? Of the Connecticut Dunns? Born to, well, no, uh, England, London, actually. Born to, born to Catholic parents, and then he was pressured to become Anglican. Which, being, that used to be a problem then. People were pressured to become Anglican. So while serving uh, as a personal secretary to Sir Thomas Egerton, Don secretly married Anne Moore, and it's spelled with one O, Anne Moore. Really? Yeah. The 16-year-old niece of Lady Egerton. Oh, Lady Egerton. <laughs> and Is there a Lady Egerton? <laughs> Thomas, and, Thomas and Lady Egerton were unhappy, and they stiffed Dunn on the dowry. Ooh. Well, you never want to see your teenage daughter marry some fucking poet. Hmm. Well, Dunn, for his part, ruined this young girl's pussy. Wow. They stayed married 16 years. Is that in the story? Yes. Oh. They stayed married 16 years until she dropped dead after giving birth to their 12th kid. Oh, God. for how many years? 
16, 17 years. It's yeah, enough time. I did 12 years. Oh, fortunately, uh, fortunately, he was stillborn. So, wow. 11 kids. Wow. Uh, and that's, that's the better. story of John Donne and Anne Moore. King wow. James I summed it up like this. He said at the time, uh, and this is the king at the time, he said, you see, John Donne, that's the problem with you fucking Catholics. Really? The king they, said that? Would, yeah. It would kill you to pull out every once in a while. Uh, yeah, you know how they are. They have big families and shit. Yeah, they do. What can you say? John was never done, and Anne could take no more. All right, wordplay. Oh, it was reliable, all for that. A reliable killer in the booth. He came up with that first, did a little backfilling, and boom, we're there. I'm telling you, man, the whole thing was quality. Yeah. I promised an interpretation of that Burroughs quote, right? It's just, yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. no one owns life, right. but anyone who can pick up a frying pan owns death. I think what he was saying is, life is precious, death is cheap. Disagree. Oh, so you're going, uh, you're going a little deeper. Than I think that surface. life is death and precious is cheap. And it's hard to imagine cheaper or no. more costly. You said it the other way around. Can we rewind? Make a rewind sound here. That's the way I'm doing it. Oh, okay. You know when, when uh, Burroughs did Naked Lunch, you just cut up a fucking bunch of words and shit and made word salad and put them into a book? Mm. God, I had word salad for lunch. It was mm. pretty good. Yeah. I like mm. it with chicken. Mm. Well, uh, the word chicken. <laughs> Word chicken. Mm, it's kind of chicken. A little dry. It's hard to imagine a cheaper or more costly death than this sudden twist ending, depending on whether you're buying or selling. Now, I want to talk about Lawrence de Leon. Yep. 28 years old, hanging out with some women, which would probably mean that he's also hanging out with some cocaine. Maybe. In a sleazy corner of the meatpacking district. Oh. A DJ'd weekend night spot called the Gilded Lily. Been there? Okay. Uh, no, Gilded Lily. No. Did you say, first of all, you said DJ Weekend Night Spot? DJ'd Weekend Night Spot, yeah. Okay, you didn't need to say the name for me to be able to answer, have you ever been there? First, just... No. Yeah. You, 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 you don't go to places like that. Not, you know, I just don't make it. Right. It's always in the schedule. <laughs> like, if you look at my phone, uh, yeah. Yeah, it comes up, and then you go, not tonight. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, I'm going to miss it again. I didn't you know, even know. I have, I, how do I get this off my fucking phone? Yeah, home? weekly alerts. <laughs> well, did you do disco? I mean, were you that? No, I was never much of a go-out dancing guy. Mm. You didn't? You no, know. it's hard to believe. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little disappointing, you know. I'm no I'm no loose Bruce. <laughs> Inside joke. You know who loose Bruce is? Oh, you have to look it up. Find loose Bruce on YouTube and play yeah, that. Make it happen. And I, uh, some airtime. Yeah, that guy is a fucking genius when it comes to being loose. Uh, yeah. And Bruce. Yeah, well, more loose. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's really got, got both of them covered equally, yeah. I think. It uh, really does. It, the name fits. Lawrence DeLeon, 28, hanging with some women, like I said, the sleazy corner of the meatpacking district. That's uh, the uh, Gilded Lily, mm -hmm. where all the worst people go to do terrible things and sweat out the party drugs. Mm -hmm. And Joey Caminale, 26 years old, he came down from Stanford with some friends. He steps away to speak to the women with Larry DeLeon. And he goes, hey, you know what? I, this seems like a pathway to fun. This guy's got coke or something. I'll just go hang out with these fuckers. He's 26, ready to chase all those good times. Deep into the night, the group bonded over the mutual appetites and celebrated the cocaine-shaped holes at the end of their nose. DeLeon and Kaminali, they're like paisan. They're spending time with three women uh, who were unnamed. And, and this is, I gotta say, I've been doing this since 2011. I've never not been, I've never not been surprised by how many adults have not been named. They have no names. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they get, how they get through the, time, the days. A lot of women who get raped are, they usually are unnamed. They don't have a name. And I'm wondering if there's a connection. They have a name. I don't name. want to blame the victim. It, what do you mean? They, oh, you, mean you mean there's unnamed people in the story? Well, what I'm saying is usually when there's somebody who doesn't have a name, 
and they mention it, they are very they're very often a victim of a rape. Oh, okay. Just spitballing ideas here. I don't want to three, two, one rape. Uh, so victims, they're twice victimized by that. Uh, what do you think of uh, rape? rape culture? Does it exist? Why do we talk about rape every time I come here? Pat? No, it's a rape you culture. Just call me and we can talk about <laughs> rape. And just get it out of the way. <laughs> so, uh, listen, about this, they went to a really nice place. 4 a.m., they decided to take it uptown. DeLeon had a friend who stayed uh, in an, an apartment in a great building in Midtown East. 418 East 59th Street, uh, the Grand it. Sutton, described as an intimate building, 74 units, 36 floors, a doorman, a garden courtyard, and a gym, all in a luxury high-rise. A lot of women would like to go to such a place. They would like that so much that they would come inside your home, and if you've got a balcony with a view... They'd enjoy spending time with her so much with your cocaine. And uh, the only question would be, how long do I have to keep the panties on? Yeah, yeah. For pretty much all women across the board, that's what you're saying? I'm saying there are women like that. Yeah, yeah. Usually okay, they hang better. out at the Gilded Lily. I like, I like when you, you you agree to filter yourself a little bit on these generalizations. Gilded Lily. Gilded. <laughs> this is all just a commercial for this, the Gilded yeah. <laughs> Lily. Here's the other thing, too, yeah. is that like it was right by the Queensboro Bridge. I know, that's where I live. So, uh, yeah, but right next to it. I live under it. <laughs> and uh, I think the women like it when they have an exit carved out like that, when they've got their out. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's kind of those everywhere. They're called cabs. Yeah. You know, but like still. Right, it, but this one gets them right back to Queens where they're going. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, I'll go out and do cocaine with you in my bra, but it's got to be somewhere near the 59th <laughs> Street Bridge. Because I need my out. What I'm saying is, is they look they look around and go, well, you know what? This will be an easy get home if we have to leave quickly. You don't is know that, how they think. Most, most cocaine-doing, bra-wearing women live in Queens. Well, you don't know about the steroids yet. And yes. Oh, really? But women feel more comfortable, when, like I said. When, like I, said, I didn't even know there were women involved in this thing. In, in the stories that I read, it didn't say that. There were three women, and uh, they left around 6.30 a.m. Really? Yeah. And now, uh, yeah, and all you got to do to get, they left, you know, because probably the cocaine was like not as, yeah, they plus, I mean, the coke they wanted to do, and now they're going to have to fuck somebody if, or leave. Look, I'm no, I'm no professional, but I'm pretty sure a sunrise ruins any cocaine bus. <laughs> it makes you sort of a second guessing moment right there. Like, yeah, yeah I, I guess it's enough. Time to get in a cab. Yeah. Yeah, and then just slap the back of the cab and say, yeah! Yeah. Runs are gonna yeah, when, when, when you're already an hour into the Today Show, it's time to stop with the snorting. Like, ouch, they hit that bridge, they are going to Queens. That's the best part, too. I mean, they, they there's no turning around, either. Just got to get past that one. I'm, I'm, of course, assuming they wanted to get rid of him, and they did. Because let me tell you something about this Dillion character. Yeah. He wasn't interested in these women. Uh. Interested in Kamunali. Kamunali mm-hmm. wasn't gay. He was there for the ladies. Mm-hmm. So then he, uh, the story they said is that he goes, I'm going to go buy a pack of cigarettes. Uh, you going to do something about it? Likely story to me. It doesn't sound right. Why would what? they say? That's what, that's what conversation that was reported. He. Kaminali said that to them. Kaminali said, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go out and get a pack of cigarettes. And uh, you want to do something about it? They'd argued about cigarettes is what it said. All right. I mean, that's what it said. Yeah, yeah. But it also said in another version of this that I read that uh, he had to turn down some people. So he turned down Dillion. He got viciously beaten is what it comes down to. And that graduated to a bonus round. Uh, you know, he, he was beat unconscious. Because there's still like two, there were two guys, two guys other than him, right? Two guys did two this guys to him? Two guys other than him, yeah. yeah. But he didn't, it only took uh, Dillion to beat him up. And then... Uh, 
<laughs> this ex-convict from Broward County. This is Rackovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Rackovers, interesting guy. Yeah, that's a weird thing. He's, uh, uh, he's you know, like... Let me get to him, let's see. This story is a murder with more poetry than a Boogie D knife fight. <laughs> it's more blood than a violent Brooklyn Donnybrook. Midtown East. Uh, now, you know, a lot of the uh, New York's well-to-do live mostly well. Uh, to come to now, uh, the uh, the murders are simple. Um, basically, they just beat the guy to death and then they stabbed him a few times, fifteen and, uh, times in the chest. Fifteen times in the chest. Beat him up before that. That's kind of that's mean. Well, that's what happened. Is they beat him up literally overkill. Now, right here is you know, let's tell you who we're looking at. Oh gosh, that is a fucking smiley motherfucker right there. Going well, that's the other rack. I over, have right? my son here with me. <laughs> It's Rackover, who the other guy changed his name to. Yeah, it's Jeffrey Rackover, the celebrity uh, jeweler. Jeweler to the stars. Yeah, who. Uh, personal friend of Donald Trump's. Who helped him pick out his engagement ring for Melania. Yeah. And uh, he's got a lot of money, and he's been paying for. He met this guy three and a half years ago, and at the time, his name was Bowden. In a gym. James Bowden in a gym. He met Jim in a gym. Yeah. He said, I like the cut of your gym, Jim. <laughs> yeah. How about this gym? You're like the long, <laughs> you're like the long lost son I never had. Yeah. Why don't you, it's going to sound crazy. <laughs> Hear me out. Move into my apartment building. I'll, pile, I'll get you a separate apartment and change your name to match mine. And we'll tell people we're father and son. And uh, that's what he did. The guy actually changed his name. And uh, nobody thought they were father and son because they acted like they were fucking all the time. And uh, it was just a big, it was just one of those things where if you're that rich, you can be that weird and gay and, uh, and and act like you're fucking your son, and uh, people just have to put up with it. Yeah, this I don't know how much this has to do with the with the murder, but this is definitely this this is what this is what the New York Post definitely loves. This adds to the salaciousness of the story without question. <laughs> it's like somebody got killed. Do you chew into that? Somebody got killed. Is it dude? The, the, the dude with a yeah, dude with a seventy eight ounce Pepsi? Like, tell me more. I need. I need more, more, it would be more details. Irresponsible to leave that out. Is there a weird kind of probably gay father son relationship where they met in a gym? Well, if there is, you want to know about it, right? Yeah, that's because this is we're this is within page one through six. Yeah, I think I think it absolutely. Look, I mean, otherwise you run what? What do you run? You know, I mean, like they they beat him to death. That that's worse than being father son queers, right? I mean, so like you gotta do, you gotta cover it all. Gotta be a more poetic all... <laughs> way of saying father son queers. I mean, we started this whole thing with poetry, and we've ended with father and son queers. Uh, I find it just so, so interesting. You know why the guy beat him up is because they're doing cocaine and steroids. That's what it is. They're doing cocaine. See and the steroids, steroids thing. Either. Well, look, you know, yeah, I no, I don't know. There weren't there weren't cameras there, and and uh, you know, I, I don't know the exact story, but. Yeah, it would seem like maybe uh, it seems like a potential uh, lovers' quarrel. Here's these three guys; they're all drugged up. Maybe, maybe they are gay, and they, the other guy wasn't. They tried to pick up on him, and they killed him. Who knows? I mean, this is all conjecture. I was not there. <laughs> I can't repeat this often enough, Pat. And I know that's why you brought me in here. Uh, I should lawyer up anyway. <laughs> I should Hold lawyer on. up. Quick. Let's get yeah. Let's get Bo Deedle on speaker. Yeah. Fucking guys. Bo yeah, actually a good friend. Yeah. of uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Here. Really told it. Really added a lot to the story. Can we got Bo Deedle on the phone. Okay, great. Uh, we're we're gonna work on getting him. You know, like uh, yeah. Look, I, I I'm no drug scholar. In the meantime, uh -huh. I, you know, but uh, I like I've never done uh, the research on this, but. Um, 
cocaine and steroids, it just seems like uh, it. Regular people, if they're given a mix of that, they stop being regular people. How do you do? What do you, uh, is that a mix that you've heard before? I don't even understand yeah, cocaine and steroids. We have a video here that shows what do. happens when you're on cocaine and steroids. What do you just you, watch? Pandemonium at the gay hostel. <laughs> See, it doesn't really last all that long, but it's fucking insane. Do you, do you, could you spot out any of that activity and identify no. what it anyway, was? Anyway, long story short, that's the newest, that's the junior senator from North Carolina. <laughs> Despite that, he used that in his, in, it's on his website. Yeah. Uh, I'd know, I don't, I, I, yeah, I see stuff like that. I don't precisely know what, what was going on there, but just imagine, pl just place yourself in that room for a split second and what's going through your head hot. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it, just please tell me that the building that we're in is is near the 59th Street Bridge. Well, the lady's got away, but that that communale didn't get away. Yeah, he couldn't make it. No, he they he killed says, him. Uh, he killed him good. He announced himself leaving. That's what he shouldn't have done. She says, "I'll be right back," and just leave. Yeah, that's when you want to pull an Irish exit. Well, who the fuck would have? Yeah. <laughs> when you think, when you suspect two guys who've been doing cocaine and and steroids want to kill you. Yeah. You don't expect them to want to kill you. They only met him that night, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You think that they'd be kind of like, oh, he was here for the pussy? That's fine. Well, you did all that coke, so you got to come off of the ass. Maybe that's what it was. You know, you got to come off of some of that ass. But, I, you uh, know, I don't know. It's, that's how they are. That's how they negotiate, I'm sure. They. All, I'm of, sure of, all of them. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you said video, show the video again. The steroids. This is what we're dealing with. Wait, is it? How do you? That's what this. You, you Google it, and this guy pops up. This is. This is what was going on. That didn't even really look like much of a fight. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Anyway, cocaine and steroids. Right here. Yeah. Scared right? straight. Yeah, yeah. That's what you are. Uh, me? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. You're on the path. <laughs> wow, it's easy to scare me straight. It's like. Three second video clip, and I'm like, all right, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna go out tonight and do yet another dose of cocaine and steroids, but I see the evil of my ways. Yeah, you see how dangerous it can be. I see how dangerous it can be. Finally, thank you, Pat. Twenty five year old Rackover was originally taken in for driving without a license. Now, since then, things have gotten considerably worse for him and for Lawrence DeLeon. They're both suspects. Uh, DeLeon and James Rackover charged Manhattan uh, Criminal Court with hindering prosecution, tampering with evidence, and concealment of a corpse. <laughs> wow, that's... That's what they start with. I know, yeah. Concealment of a corpse. Concealment. Yeah. Well, you know, and you wonder, like, why are they charged with that? And they don't just... Well, it's because they don't know anything about that yet. I'll go back and forth with those guys. Isn't that a funny con uh, contrast there? He's like, what's going on? It's not the same. Concealment it's of a corpse? A little bit of the same dude kind of thing. I go back. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah no, it's the same type of, of dude. Of a corpse, I mean... 
Those are the guilty guys, right? <laughs> Those are the guilty guys. Oh, well, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, but they seem pretty fucking, you know. I mean, like, who, who the hell who killed this guy? I don't know. They found him in, a, in, a, in an unmarked, well, obviously an unmarked grave. I'd take, I'd, take either, <laughs> I'd take either one of their hair, that's for sure. you're hiding a body, you don't fucking put up a tombstone. Look at that guy's hair. Look at what, that is just like, there is, that is a dense forest, man. That's when he's charged with fucking concealment of a corpse, he shows up with that hair. Well, I think he can do anything about that. He is coiffed. It's concealment of a corpse hair. This guy is more like, you know, someone more realistic. Kind of like, well, I was in the garage and they called me out of here. This guy's like, I made an appointment, you know. I've got a pocket square. Pocket square and a V-neck. Dressed it down with a T-shirt a little bit. Yeah, V-neck T-shirt. And Rackover was also charged with uh, aggravated unlicensed driving. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's if you have a corpse in the backseat. Just angry driving. <laughs> Aggravated. Well, if you're in law enforcement and you come across a couple of guys that are concealing a corpse, you know, trying to cut it up and shit, or whatever it is they're doing, here's what you need to do. Find out which one of them is more guilty. <laughs> How? And then lean on the other guy. Just ask them, which one of you is more guilty? Yeah. And they're both like... <laughs> right. Yeah, but you can... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We took Joey's body to Oceanport, New Jersey. We buried it in a vacant lot, DeLeon said. See, that's what he did, is he just fessed up. He, yeah, he did. He came out of nowhere and told him the truth. That's some fessing. He said, we didn't kill this guy. I didn't kill him. That was all him. That was yep. all Rackover. Mm-hmm. Well, why would Rackover kill the guy? And DeLeon was the one that was pissed. Well, here's what happened. Once the guy was unconscious, Rackover got worried because he has a criminal record. Yep. He's probably still on probation from down in Fort Lauderdale back when he was James Bowden and he uh, he did some time for burglary yeah. and robbery and he had a girlfriend down there and she was a lovely waitress. She was a quite lovely woman. She said that uh, she doesn't think that this guy is gay, but he started spending a lot of time in New York City. And he started coming home with a lot of money back in, you know, 2012, 13 or whatever. And he come up obsessed with money, probably because he was, that's just somebody at a, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to mis- mislead you there. That's, uh, that's, a, that's the Gilded Lily. Oh, that's, that's her herself. That's Gilded Lily oh, gotcha. at, at the Gilded Lily. I should have noticed by the Guild. Do you think somebody fucked her that night? Oh, well, she, 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 she was asking I mean, for somebody it. fucked her in just a second. Look at that. It's possible, I suppose. It's possible. So she has nothing to do with, Okay. She, that she, was just, she was in the Yelp review. Gotcha. And I pulled her out for some reason. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, he did some time and shit like that. And so, like... Um, to be clear, that woman had nothing to do with these murders. That woman right there? Okay, yeah, that one right there. I, I, well, I can't say that conclusively. Oh. I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's good lawyer talk. But uh, she probably didn't. Right. Okay. So, all right, well... When you have, I guess when you have a record and, you know, all that kind of shit, then you have to look out. And you, and so they go, wow, you beat him unconscious. Right. Now we have to kill him. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That seems like a, a way to up the ante there. You There's know? only one way to save myself. Kill that unconscious guy on my floor. Mm-hmm. 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 And they did. They stabbed him a bunch of times, put him in the tub, and uh, and that was only the beginning. No, that was pretty much it. Uh, then they threw him in the car. Uh, and uh, Mercedes. Yeah, they drove him out. Evidence points to foul play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most to all the evidence. Bloody clothing, sheets, and towels were found in the in Rackover's apartment during the course of the investigation. They found thirty-two pieces of evidence, uh, physical evidence connected to uh, this place. This according to Chief of Detectives Robert Boise. 
Uh, Boise in the hood. Boise in the hood. They're always hard. You know what I mean? You come well, talking that shit, they're going to punch your card. Wait, I, I lost you at one point there. I apologize. I want nothing in life but to be legit. You've you never heard this song? Oh, these are lyrics. For Christ's sake. Can you play Boys in the Hood, please? Jesus. Well, I just kind of forgot what I'd said. And no, I don't know the song. Now they got a cadaver dog to find to, you know. So they haven't, fa they haven't tracked him down yet? No, they found the body, but the, right. this is how they did it. They with the cadaver. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, dogs no. do a few things to serve right. people. They could be eyes for the blind or whatever. Support yeah, yeah. people. Afraid. They uh, they get dogs to find weed. Yeah. If weed keeps getting more legal, that's going to be like a job that goes by the wayside. Yeah, that's, that's nobody's nobody's talking about that. That guy's got weed. Yeah. It's <laughs> like that's all right. It's cool. Yeah. Hello. I would stake my fucking life. Would you please look in his backpack? <laughs> I know you were trained a certain way. Woke up quick at about noon Just thought that I had to be in Compton yep. soon I gotta get drunk before the day begins Before my mother starts bitching about my friends About to go and damn near That's with gangster blind. shit, Young my mother bitching Fuck that Ran in the house Is this a good song? With the Mac 10 Not sure of my hip. This is a good song? And pointed my weapon Just as I thought the fools kept stepping if you're uh, one of them, mm. you're a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. exactly what I am. I want to hear the chorus. Get it off. Get it off. All he has to do is just not take it off. We'll never work together again. Yeah. That's the way that'll go. He wants to, if, if he wants to free to work with me, place forever. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to have a cadaver dog, though? There's always going to be cadavers. Yeah, but I mean, then, then your dog, you're just walking your dog, and it's all pulling you somewhere, and it just freaks you out. The second your dog starts pulling, you're like, oh, shit, here we go again. Right, yeah. Huh? You go to the nursing home, and it's what like always cadaver. like, keeps thinking it almost smells something. Yeah, gee, it's like, it's sort of like that. Yeah, it's somewhere. I Give it 10 minutes. <laughs> just let's just stay here for 10 minutes. Please, I want to smell something dead. I'm a dog, and I'm talking. <laughs> I'm a talking talk, dog. Yeah, I'm a talking dog. Yeah, that's secondary to being a cadaver dog. Rex, the talking cadaver dog. <laughs> what a did great ever, cartoon. You, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Did you ever hear that, uh, that, that joke about that dog that could talk? And that guy went to go buy this dog, right? He sees an ad. Yeah. Talking dog. Yeah. $10. Come on. He goes to the guy's house. It's a deal. He's like, yeah, he's in the back. This is, the guy's, this is where you have the talking dog. Yeah, he's fucking back. Just whatever, you know. So he goes back to talk to the dog. It's like. Can you talk? The dog's like, yeah, I can talk. You know, uh, I guess whatever. He's probably pretty sick of it. But, uh, you know, he goes, well, how did you end up here? You know, and this guy sold for 10 bucks. It doesn't seem right. He goes, well, oh, you know, I had a, actually had a long career already. You know, when 9-11 happened, I helped drag people out of that. You know, I was a cadaver dog then. And I helped during the drug wars, you know, to locate cocaine and shit. And, uh, you know, I even saved a few lives uh, in Afghanistan. It's it's been quite a run, you know. So I'm, I'm ready to just chill and take it easy. The guy's like, "Wow, this is yeah. amazing! I can't believe this." He goes back out to the guy and he's like, "Fucking, I appreciate the deal, but a talking dog, ten dollars? How is this even? Why would you sell him for ten dollars?" And the guy goes, "Cause he's a liar." <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Ah. Uh. I can I can I can see Norm Macdonald telling that joke and then staring at the crowd for probably up to five minutes. Yeah, waiting for the and, applause and, to die down. To and die I down. would I would be laughing the entire time. <laughs> that was a legitimately you got a legitimate laugh out of me uh, uh, over a joke that had a a one minute setup, mm-hmm. a half a split second punchline, and uh, mentioned nine eleven. Well, I've been that's, do- a, that's I've, a tough combination, buddy. I'm a, I'm a pro. I've been doing this 20 years. Let me see. 20 goddamn years. But now you did Letterman back uh, in the 90s. Yeah, 96. I wonder if that's findable. Could we find J.R. Havlin on Letterman? Might be. I don't know if it's online. It'd be amusing. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. It went well, but I'm sure it's like, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. No, it went well. Be a little dated. I, I wonder if it's online. Let me know. Post that shit. I bet you being a cadaver dog would be depressing, though, because like every it's whatever. They, like again, like how do you get out of bed? Every time you how find do you get out of dog bed. Every time you find it, you're like, no, don't play that. <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> Turn that off, or your Pat's gonna fire you. That's from last week. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's the only. This is like some. No, no, don't. I guess he really doesn't want that played. I'll I don't care. I don't, you know, I don't, we don't need to play it now. But you know, people can look it up if they if they really need to. My flying joke. Perfect stand-up it. comedian. Yeah, and I, I swear to God, I, I had to leave like one day after they had their second fatal crash in like a week or something, and I was terrified. I mean, I couldn't have been more freaked out if Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper were sitting right next. That's to a good me. joke. Not bad. This is at Tomlinson Park or whatever they used to call that. Yeah, yeah, Tompkins Square. It's a good gig. I think Jeff Ross was hosting it. No, wait a minute. Make that 20. Prepare for landing. <laughs> Those of you on the right side of the plane can see your crew parachuting to safety. <laughs> yeah, it's a good joke. You can turn it off now. <laughs> that that doesn't really go anywhere after that. You know why I told you to turn it off? Because the next joke's one of mine, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. He uh, stole one of my jokes. I don't know that I've ever heard one of your jokes. Mm. I got that dog one. I, just, uh, I, go, I launch right into that dog joke right after that. And I'm like, eh, boy, this is going to get ugly. <laughs> woof. Yikes. Woof. I was saying to myself, woof. Think if you're a cadaver dog, right. every time you find it, you're like, I'm too late. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> just the... You think that you're always just too late, you know? That's the, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the added character, like, uh, um, development in Rex, the talking cadaver dog. Yeah, exactly. It's Rex, the talking cadaver dog with a heart of gold. <laughs> the heart of gold. Because he thinks he's 0 and 500. Yeah. The compassionate talking cadaver dog. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why you keep calling me for this shit. I mean, I'm just, I just, I've never found one thing alive. You know, I know this is my skill, but you know how much it bothers me. And here's the other part of it. You know how dogs, they really thrive on like, oh, good boy and all that shit. You know, yeah. But like, uh, you know, if you find the remains of somebody's teenage daughter out in the woods, you can't be like, oh, good boy, you found it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good boy, here's a treat. Yeah. Also, like, the, like dogs usually show you that they've done something well by wagging their tails. Imagine a dog like finds a cadaver and just sits there wagging its tail. It's like, all right, dude, you're, you're weird. Oh, yeah, or like fucking drags it up and leaves it on your porch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just a cadaver. Like, yeah, like you I couldn't, found a cadaver. couldn't bring a squirrel or a fucking mouse or something. I bring, I'm a cadaver dog. I bring cadaver. Yeah, you know that. Don't pretend this is the first time this has happened. <laughs> they train them on cadaver, too. They have these, like, the fake death smell. You're not going to believe the names of the fake death smell. Hmm. Fake death smell are it, it goes. Uh, Why not just fake death smell? Because <laughs> they have. Why do you got to pretty it up? Well, they have different flavors. Wow, that's weird. Oh, like yeah. for week old and shit like that. Yeah, one is drowned. 
Oh boy, okay. And one is yeah, so it's basically like yeah, real old, a little old, and drowned. So yeah, that's I, I wish I had the exact wording on that. <laughs> and there's a fourth, stabbed fifteen times in the chest <laughs> <laughs> by two people who just did cocaine and steroids. Yeah, and let's look at the the side effects on that. Okay, here's the effects of cocaine. Uh, feelings of restlessness, yeah. irritability, right. and anxiety, panic, no. paranoia. Stop it. <laughs> Effects of steroids, irritability, rage, aggression, violence, uncontrolled high energy, false beliefs, uh, delusions, and uh, addiction. Wow, it's a perfect now, mix. Yeah, Born to be together. It's a perfect mix. And now here's the effects of homosexuality. Greater sexual promiscuity, higher rates of STDs, uh-huh. uh, something called post-traumatic karate disorder. I don't you know get all is. your facts from the mid-80s? Is that what happens? <laughs> like they all come from, it's just... Rejection rage, dissociative persnicketiness. This, this from this from the 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 Village Voice. <laughs> is there? Yeah. Was there a futon advertisement right after this article that you read about all these stats? You don't know what they go through. For like a uh, maybe a loft bed, you can have a guy come over and build you a loft bed. He'll he'll build a loft bed. He'll give you a massage and he'll read your story. Wow! In that order? In that order. Wow. There's a guy in my building. I wouldn't who, want to hear a story. I'd be, you know, can we mix that part up? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, can yeah. we do a story? Then you build. A, I don't know. How about a slam poem? Oh, wow, yeah, that's a great. That's that's a compromise, Keith. Yeah. This. Uh, want to know the a guy running. A, he's an unlicensed massage guy in my fucking building. Would you feel weird about that? You mean that he lives there? Yeah, that he well, lives there, and these fucking jer- jerking guys off there. Really? Wait, I'm sorry. You're at. What's your address? Uh, it's, this is unrelated. It's, it's up on Park. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's up, up on Park. Up on is Park it, someplace. That's what your address is? No, don't stick it in her ass. Oh, jeez. I can't watch. Oh, I, this no, is no, just no, no, wrong, no. guys. Don't make her lick your balls. Oh, no. Don't not that. It. Not that. Oh, now I got to kiss her. Don't make me kiss her. Oh, I can't wait oh, to have to kiss her. No, I don't <laughs> oh. to kiss her. Oh, it tastes like nuts. You're making me do this. I hate taints. Uh, well, uh, look, when I put myself in Mr. DeLeon's shoes, I'm at a small gathering at my friend's place. Somebody wants to go get some uh, you know, cigarettes. I beat him to death. I mean, there's really nothing else you can do. This is a logical it's conclusion. Jeweler to the stars here. Uh, Jeffrey Rackover says he's got, he has to dissociate himself from, uh, from James Rackover at this point. You know? Tough. After he's got that photo, he's Bo- paying for his apartment. Bo Deedle's got a whole explanation for it because uh, yeah. you know, they're good friends, him and yeah. Bo. Do we ever get Bo on the phone? <laughs> it's just not uh, No, I'm trying. I'm trying oh, yeah. oh, wow. That's funny. It's Asian me. Uh, Jeffrey kind of adopted him, said private detective Bo Deedle. He's known the jeweler for more than 30 years. He loved him and he wanted to take care of him. He makes it sound so wholesome. Uh, now his protege accused he of does. vicious murder. And the neighbors in the swanky building say they knew they were fucking. Who do you think you were fooling? Neighbors He's... called him out. It doesn't, uh-huh. doesn't bother you at all when you, when you don't really have like the, the – you don't, you don't have hard evidence – but you know something. And you Hard can just, evidence that they're I fucking. Knew, I know. I didn't know another way to say it. But, <laughs> wow. That was just a softball. <laughs> here's what I mean. Okay. Let me, here's the quote from a neighbor. Like I, sweaty evidence. <laughs> I'm talking about a guy who says this. Yeah, Here, here's the quote. The neighbor, I have seen. They, but they live both rackovers. He, he bought him a place in his building. He lives on, on four and the the younger Rackover and the older guy lives up on thirty two. Yeah, probably out of uh, thirty two out of thirty two, probably thirty six. I think. Oh, wow. okay, sure. Go on. I have seen them working out together in the gym, and there is no way they are father and son. 
<laughs> wow. What picture? What what is going on exactly? I suppose a lot of like a direct, like really close spotting. Very aggressive spotting. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like this yeah, it's just like, like yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. yeah like probably. Come on. Just basically teabagging him while he lifts. Yeah, and it's the guy standing over him who's actually doing the curls. It's like, <laughs> I didn't say, well, who's, how are you spotting him? What Wait exactly are you spotting? <laughs> it's a different kind of... And the guy didn't have pants on. Mm. So there's all that. They, that, well, that I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like an accusation or anything. I mean, like... Uh, I mean, No, but they the were photo. doing... Yeah, so, I, so okay. whatever. They, 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 they seem like gay guys. Right. I don't... But, you know, and that whole, like, fucking <laughs> rental like thing... Guys. I can see how that whole, like... That, yeah, no. It could be real hot. Yeah. You know? To be like father and son. Um, you know? Yeah, you lost you, 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 yeah. no, you lost me again, Pat. We're not into it, huh? Oh, just cut from a different cloth when you it comes to ninety nine percent of the things in the world. But go ahead. I understand. Yeah. Well, he was reported missing. They found him, and uh, turns out he's going to be okay. Kaminali. Yeah. What? Fine. Everybody's that's... friends. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It's not. He's dead. Oh, he did. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, here is another quote. Another friend saw them at a wedding and said uh, that was definitely not an appropriate father-son relationship. Mm -hmm. The kid moved in about a year ago. Jeffrey decorated to his liking. He told people that he was, uh, that he was Jeffrey's long-lost son. He introduced me to him in the elevator as his son. The kid is covered in tattoos. No one thought he was Jeffrey's son. That's all he needed was a tattoo. I mean, he really was passing him off as his son as because his Bo, Deedle, Bo Deedle's all like, oh, this, it's, you know, he, he treated him like a son. This was the son he never had. Not that he's like telling people this is my son. No, I mean, that's Bo Deedle. Is he here? Is that live? Uh, it's not live. I don't. Okay. Uh, sorry. Nice to meet. It's just a photo. That's a, actually, that's a very good shot of Bo Deedle, he by was, the way. He was on the phone, but he's cutting out. He's got poor reception. Oh, oh I see. It has nothing to do with my uh, no knowledge of how he sounds. Okay. Okay, good. I mean, why would it? That would be ridiculous if you controlled the reception by how... Right. I mean, that's. I didn't need to be told that. Right. right. Now, uh, here's something very interesting. A little limited. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're sorry, sorry. Wrap it up. Yeah. I'll be here all night trying to get to the bottom of this case. Yeah, we could be. we got a whole the bottom of it. <laughs> See, now you're, I want to get up in the bottom now of it. Now you're lobbing them over to me. Lobbing them over back. <laughs> don't move. Okay, now move. <laughs> don't yeah. move. Don't move. Don't move. Okay, move. <laughs> According to DeLeon, Rackover then viciously kicked and beat the defenseless Mr. Kaminali. Wow. This is right after he beat him up. He said, after realizing Mr. Kaminali was severely injured, Rackover, mm. fearing arrest, stated, we have to kill him. So the crazed former convict... Whew. served a sit in jail for burglary, brutally ensured the outcome according to the filing. Rackover choked Mr. Kaminali before stabbing him in the head with a knife. Oh, uh, in the papers further state, Mr. Kaminali was placed in the bathtub where Rackover unsuccessfully attempted to dismember him with a serrated blade. God. That's just what you'd expect from father-son faggots. Oh, man. Wow. That's what bothers him. Take it easy now. We're going to cut all this it's, out. It's, it's going to be a nice show. It's unnecessarily aggressive. Right. No, you're right. And and you know what? I don't want to hurt those guys' feelings after they cut up this fucking boy for no reason. Uh, they went to all the trouble to get into the newspaper here. Yeah. Let's say they are. No, I, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not concerned about the feelings of those two individuals. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm really not. Better o, uh <laughs> Well, you, you're almost out of time. Uh, I, I am. I'm really sorry about that. J.R. Uh Where can we see some stand-up? 
I, I'm not really doing stand-up. No, I mean, where can we find that video of him doing? You can see stand-up. Of, although there are a lot of see him in the there suit. are a lot of clubs around the city. You can see stand-up in a lot of places. You have you, you wear the suit uh, in in the other clip, and it was back in the '90s when suits were a little larger. Uh, they were a little boxy, a little bit shoulder padding. You look like Diane Keaton. Why? You've 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 seen it. I remember seen, we yeah, watched it at the game. Yeah, it yeah. Was great. It was great. You had really funny stand. You did a long time. It was like nine minutes. No, no, no. It, was, it just seemed like it. <laughs> stand up has really changed on on Letterman. No, it was it was like six minutes or something. That was uh, um, but you know. But then you started writing for the Daily Show and winning it. Did yeah yeah no I was I, uh, that was a, actually I I was already on the Daily Show. In fact, I I wrote that morning and then went and did the Letterman show. Wow. Yeah, because it was just like relaxing to me. So I wrote until noon and then went home, took a nap. Limo picks me up, brings me over there. Wow. And fucking killed it. Went out with friends in the limo afterwards. We yeah. went to a uh, discotheque in uh, the West. Discotheque. Oh, you go down to the Gilded oh, Lily and crush some puss? Yeah, I did. That's what I did. Crushing puss is all men want to do, really. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't need to stab anybody to feel good about themselves, but some of these men do. That's what's too bad. Well,. This guy said, and just in summary, that Joey Caminale uh, was never one to have a bad day. He said, I can't recall one time ever seeing him upset with anything or anyone. He always had a smile on his face. Mm, yeah, they usually his do. His body was found doused with gasoline, partially burned in a weedy area in Oceanport, New Jersey, staffed 15 times the chest with a broken pelvis that was possibly thrown out of a fourth floor window. And? Well, they wanted to be sure. A smile on his a face. smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy was not lying. Godfrey yeah. Daniel. Even the dog was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, God bless you, J.R. Havlin. Uh, thanks. God bless you guys. Thank you uh, over here. Yeah, we'll just, uh, that'll be it. About an hour, right? Well, Bo Deedle's on the phone. Okay. Oh. Well, Bo Deedle's on the phone. Okay, well, well I'll talk to Bo Deedle. And uh, I'll let you shove off, Jr. All right, yeah, that's oh, a man. that's a great, a great. I can't think of a better follow-up. Yeah, fantastic. We'll, we'll let Deedle. Have at it with both. Move over, Rover. Let Deedle take over. I love it, man. Does that sound good? All right. Uh, thanks for having me, Pat. Enjoy. Have a good one, man. Right, I'll see later, you buddy. soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, that guy is the best. He comes, he comes down and does shows and shit like that. We don't even pay him. What's going on, Jordan? Listen to me clearly. I cannot talk to you on this phone. I have to talk to you. Get out of here. What's going? on? Hey, uh, all right. Uh, hello, uh, am I on with Bo Deedle? What's going on? Jordan, listen to me clearly. I cannot talk to you on this phone. I have to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, this sounds like a, it sounds like I'm overhearing a conversation here. More than anything. Deedle's on the phone. Yeah, I'm trying to get clips of Bo Deedle. Well, it didn't work out. Fight him on. <laughs> I wish I knew what this guy sounds like. I just heard an interview from him the other well, day. Well, here's here's what he sounds like. Is uh, you know. Uh, he loved him. He cared about him. <laughs> he sounds kind of like that. Well, he uh, loved I know him. that he cared I, about him. I, my dumb guys all kind of run together, but <laughs> that's my. This is don't your, say it. My impression. All right, here we have. Uh, remember Mugaburo? Oh my! God, I love the Mugaburo. Back in the news, Mugaburo. Former child, uh, former uh, a foster child. He's not a former child. He has a former child, but he's also. You get the idea. Foster child allegedly endured 11 years of unimaginable horror at the hands of a Long Island foster father filed a suit against the placement service. The placement service for years knew that some bad shit was going on. And uh, they didn't do anything about it. They turned a blind eye to complaints, red flags about Caesar Gonzalez, Mugaburu. Dang. Yeah. This is a... It's happening in Brooklyn Federal Court, although it's up on Long Island is where the house is. I think it was just so far out there, they don't want to go fuck with that. 
The guy was fucking dogs, too. Yeah, he was a dog fucker. A goddamn dog Cadaver fucker. Cadaver dog fucker. And then you take that dick and stick it into some kid. <laughs> you know, and he's fucking that dog. Probably somebody could have said, Daddy, you fuck your kid with that dick? <laughs> and that's probably what gave him the idea. It's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, why wash it even, right? It's a good line of investigation. Mugaburu. There's nothing worse. He's under your bed right now. <laughs> the papers claim that the madman and pedophile Gonzalez Mugaburu, 60, arrested by Suffolk police, had the help of two SCO employees who would notify him about unscheduled visits. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. This is a corrupt fucking. You know how hard it is to get a kid out of a, a like an abusive situation? It's goddamn near impossible. These people have over and over again, that's Mugaburu. See, look at this. Here's how I know, because I saw it on the front page of the New York Post. Today, look at that. It says, hey, what's it take? Now you probably say, I probably read this story, right? I probably got really interested in the, I didn't, I didn't read this. I thought the headline's good enough. I'll take your word for it. I don't want to hear all about that. It's harsh. It's harsh shit. To 13 times, the Administration for Children's Services called to check on the family of Michael Guzman. And eight times, it found credible evidence of abuse or neglect. Never removed from the home. Now he's dead. You can see he's abused. I mean, he's, he's like eating like a fucking handful of, of dog food. Isn't he? Is that a handful of dog food he's eating? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Cadaver dog food. Yeah. Cadaver brand dog food. <laughs> Have you tried the new noon? New noon is even noonier. How could it be noonier? It's got to be some commercial that I, I was too young to remember. No, I mean, it's an advertisement for uh, noon, noon, the time. Noon. Yeah. <laughs> for the new noon being even noonier. I'll tell you a commercial that you should remember is, uh, how do you keep your shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secrets. And then there's a, a Chinese wife, and she goes, My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. And then they say a bunch of shit about Calgon that I don't remember. Shit. That sounds very old. Mm -hmm. And 70s? then at the end of it, like he's out there, like telling about all about, you know, their shit and everything, talking to the customer again. And his wife totally blows up his spot. She comes up from behind him. She goes, We need more Calgon. <laughs> and then the uh, blonde lady goes, Oh, ancient Chinese secret, huh? What a bitch. And then the checkers fall out of the thing. <laughs> they really are checkers. Fine, it's Calgon commercial. Here we go. How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secrets. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret. Is that Robin Calgon. Quivers? Calgon's two water softeners. <laughs> it's Asian Quivers. <laughs> In hardest water, oh, how Calgon old. helps detergents get laundry up to 30% <laughs> cleaner. We need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Calgon uh, detergent. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I told a little story. I did something charming. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't use the visual element for that. What are you talking about? You just watched it on your own, like yeah. I wanted you to see it. <laughs> yeah, you want to do that one more time? It's quick. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> put it up. I was looking at it here. I thought it would be up someplace. How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secrets. My husband, some hotshot. Yeah. Here's his ancient. That's what Chinese it looks in behind, at a laundry. Calgon's two water softeners. They use machines soft wash water like that. So detergents clean better. In hardest water, Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. We need more Calgon. Mm. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Calgon helps well, detergents. Well, the guy's got to be sheepish in a situation cleaner. like that, you know. He tried to bullshit her. 
You snow Calgon, I promise. He said, look, ancient Chinese secrets. If, if you find out it's Calgon, that's probably what he had to say to the wife afterward. He's like, look, I know that you think I'm flirting here or whatever, but listen, <laughs> they like it for one thing. And here's another thing. If they all know I'm using Calgon, we ain't got no fucking business anymore. <laughs> Think that's with your great, fucking head. That's a great point. Yeah, exactly. She's ruining Wow. She was, we need more Calgon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> There's MSG know. in the food. You're ruining everything. We need more MSG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ryan, you went down to the inauguration, huh? Yeah, I did. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah? What, what did you guys do? I mean, you saw the president get sworn in and everything? No, we watched that from a Midas because my car broke down. From a Midas? Yeah. Oh, Got wow. the Midas touch. Yeah. That you, everything I we, we just elected King Midas, I think. Yeah, that's Everything right. he touches is great right now. He's, boy, he, he's done everything he said he's going to do. You know what's He's going to be done in three months. Just about. You know, you know what's real cool is that uh, uh, when you're walking down the, uh, the mall... Or whatnot, that the main street, uh, Constitutional Boulevard, mm -hmm. we're walking from the uh, Capitol building to the White House, and uh, he's got a, a hotel there, and it's fucking really nice, too. It's um, all stone and stuff. It, it looks like a castle. Uh, it's like, a, you know, replicated to look like a castle of some sort. Yeah. So he's already got a spot there. It's fucking smart, right? Real smart. Yeah, because he's like, uh, you know, I don't need your fucking White House. I've got a castle here. Yeah, or your Air Force One. The guy's got it all. Yeah. He's better than all the presidents combined. That's correct. That's what nobody gets yet. They're going to knock down Mount Rushmore and make it all Trump. I'd it's going to be called Trump Trump more. Let me guess. You fucking turn the shit off. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. I just figured out. Oh. We needed that. Did you see I got my picture in the paper today? That's what did I was you? looking for. Yep. No. No, I did. Let me see. Yeah. Is it Calgon? Right there. <laughs> you buffoon. I said, hey. <laughs> I said, I'm the governor. He, he says. Cuomo. He, he come from. What, is saddling up? Very good. Getting ready for something to happen. I say, Cuomo? Did you say Cuomo? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Cuomo. <laughs> he has to be prepared for the governor to show up at any time. Yeah, why's that guy got a hat on like what that? What if Bo Deedle shows up and you got a... Bo Deedle's here? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you gotta... It's quick changes. Thank God I'm not chewing tonight. What do you mean chewing? Chewing tobacco. Oh, you got the chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco spit? I like to chew tobacco every once in a while. I don't know because, you know, like, uh, I quit smoking, so you can try to get some nicotine in me. It's true. You know what happens when you quit smoking? What's that? It's like having a sickle cell. <laughs> Anemia. Yeah. Well, why, how, how would you know that? You have a constant erection. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. No, it's not bad. Well, it, yeah, it, uh, it takes down uh, blood flow when you do smoke. Yeah, it, it ruins your, uh, what do you call it? Wee-wee. Uh, I wasn't gonna say wee wee, uh, but your uh, circulation <laughs> isn't that a f isn't that just a fancy word for wee wee at the end of the day? I guess it is. You know what's gross too is when you smoke a cigarette and then you have to touch it. You know, you do have to. There's a process where you do have to pull it out or touch it somewhere. You get all that cigarette dust on there. It's no mm. good. It's mm. Calgon. Well, thank God I don't do that anymore. That shit's gross. Mm -hmm. I think you didn't really like our uh, topic very much tonight, old fucking Haslin. 
Oh, I was reading that he liked it a lot. Yeah. Oh, here's the, by the way, it's Sigma Pseudo Corp Scent. That's what's available. What is now, that? Being, a, being a cadaver dog trainer is not easy. Uh, there's some, a lady named Mary E. Cabulk. It's not easy to have that name, even. C-A-B-L-K. Cavalk, a scientist on the uh, Desert Research Institute in Nevada who studies scent detection. Training a cadaver dog says uh, you got to use um, human blood, decaying flesh, and bones. And uh, they can legally obtain that shit, like human placenta and blood. Uh, that's a little known fact about dog handlers. They can get human placenta and blood, just kind of like Planned Parenthood and shit. You know, they can grab it first crack. They, they probably get all the good stuff. But they resort to using their own blood sometimes because that shit's hard to find, and they don't get it right away. It comes in three flavors: recently dead, decomposed, and drowned. Same as my farts. <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm sure they smell just like the real thing, but uh, humans produce unique fucking chemicals when you uh, decay, and dogs can smell that shit. So that's why you have to give them uh, the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Looks like I found the uh, page. I think that I think the cadaver dogs are an, an interesting thing. You know, like looking for corpses and shit like that. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, because dogs have a lot of different jobs. Some of them are like, uh, I don't know, like uh, like what do they call them? Support dogs. People try to get support dogs, and they they just are like, I've got post traumatic stress over something, but they really just want to be able to take their dog into the drugstore. I think that might be her page. Look at that, Cabell. Dr. Yes, Cabell studies the science detection of detection, focusing on canines, uh, handlers' credentialing. Is that right? Credentialing. Credentialing. Ability. Yeah. She conducts applied research. I guess you need uh, a credential in order to do this. Sure, we can give her a call. Uh, That'd be kind of naughty. Yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> <laughs> this page is dedicated to conveying science that pertains to and supports detection of dog. Disciplines. I'll post information about the last peer-reviewed research conferences and other forms of professional communication, and of course, my own expertise based on real-world deployments and training. I welcome handlers to share their questions, challenges, and experiences, so that way your voice helps to inform cutting-edge research. What all groups does she like? 34 likes. Uh, <laughs> let me see, yeah. Uh, that was a joke. I don't okay. want to know what group she likes. <laughs> Yeah, but here's dogs. something that she said that's interesting. She goes, you don't want too smart of a dog. You want him to be just smart. You wow. want him to be like the kind of dog that loves a tennis ball and never gets tired of it. Huh. And you know why? Why's that? It's because they're going to put the death smell on the tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Right. Yeah, it sounds funny, but they're like, we're going to take your toy, the thing you like best. <laughs> Guess what? Corpse. <laughs> Do you like those dogs that, that love a tennis ball? Yeah. 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 Smart ones are... Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're choosy. Too, if they're too smart, they get they get distracted by their curiosity and their intellect. Right. You want them to be kind of like those dumb fuckers. That like, we had one named Shasta in my neighborhood growing up, and, and that dog would like, it's too long. You know what I mean? You get sick of it. I started, I started hating dogs like that. What, they're they're just, never happy. I threw it 150 times. Fuck you. It's <laughs> like I started to take it personally. Like, it's, <laughs> Wait, fuck it like I'm not like playful enough for the dog. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm fun. This is my kind of game, Pat. It's like, how do you know my name, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I know Shasta. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it, look at this. Like, okay. Try to see if there's videos of training of this uh, cadaver dog. 
Mm. We're still in the cadaver dogs? I'm, I'm looking at something here that I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was writing. They don't get tired of the tennis ball thing. It's annoying and endearing. Some things are both, like when younger toddlers start talking, but they're barely making words and only their mother can translate. But it's a cute time of development, right? That makes sense. But it's cute, but it's equally annoying because you can't really follow what they're talking about. You don't want to be rude and ask the kid to repeat it more than twice, so it's just kind of a smile situation. Nod, but then just give up with a toddler who's trying to talk. Most of the toddler fans of this show are... uh, I haven't spoken to very many of them, and we we really don't have that many toddler fans. Most of them are like, most of our fans are, I'd say, probably 25 to 40. But then there are some that are 15 and up, and then there's some that are 10, and then there's we've got some that are toddlers. And uh, I don't know why they fucking listen. <laughs> They're generally reaching already. They're posers is what they are. Yeah. There's no way they get it. There's no way they get it. It's like when I was trying to watch Nick at Night when I was a kid. Yeah. I I get all in the family. Didn't. It's hard to... I mean, like, that was a a great show. See, I wonder how J.R. Havlin deals with that. Oh, that show? I probably... He probably gives it a little forgiveness. Probably, because, yeah, because of its era. Well, what about my forgiveness? It's in the realm of establishment uh, on the TV, so it's like, oh, I guess that's, you know... You're right, yeah. Yeah, I get questioned because I'm illegitimate here. No, you're trailblazing. It's, you're on the you're on the fringe. I'm a pioneer. It's dangerous until it's accepted, Pat. Mm-hmm. And then it can be trusted. And then I have to move into other realms. Exactly. Yeah. Still unaccepted. See, it's it's an un uh, unthankful. What, what do you call that? It's uh, it's it's, an, it's, an, it's like a a very unrewarding job. Unrewarding. Financially, yep. <laughs> professionally. But I think I'm gonna get one of those uh, Prince uh, Phillips there. You know, get my dick quartered. That's a, that's a Prince Albert. Yeah. Prince Albert. Yeah. <laughs> quartered. I'm gonna get my dick quartered. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you ever think about that? Way worse than a Prince Albert. Isn't that what a Prince Albert is? No, Prince Albert's a piercing, right? That's in the my top. guest here. You know, I got a haircut today, and they were talking about Prince Alberts. I'm like, yo, yeah, so you hit the G spot. They were dead serious talking about that. About with the Prince Albert? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what kind of fuck? That's when you fuck somebody in the dick hole? No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's. Uh, you know who would know about that? Is this little, that, that fucking guitar player for Eastside Dave? That guy knows all yeah, about he probably knows. like fucking dickhole. You want to go like, in there and talk about dickholes? What? Dick is he here? Oh yeah. shit! Do you want him in there? He's probably stoned. It's fucking around. Go talk about dickholes. It's need yeah, a seat filler. I feel go, like go it's, it's odd. Yeah. Look at this. We're traveling now. Just don't don't go into the dog. Don't training. mention his socks at all. <laughs> <laughs> and his fucking his uh, Ashton Kutcher hat. Yeah, I chose to wear a weird. Here, I got it. How I, you doing? How are you? I'm all right. Thanks for thanks for coming in here. Yeah. What is it? Uh, you work Freeside Dave, playing guitar, yes. right? You play all kinds of guitar. I do play like a country and bluegrass and all that. You don't have to turn your hat around, man. It's let's loose. Yeah. we are loose here. Uh, oh wait, now, um, Ashton Kutcher called. He said he wanted his hat back, but uh, you got AIDS all over it. Mm-hmm. So that usually I think I think Ryan feels good. threatened by your appearance here. <laughs> <And> his name. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. You've got AIDS. <laughs> yeah. He is my best friend. Yes, absolutely. Fuck Even yeah, better man. than my wife. <laughs> I tell her the same thing. You uh exactly. you got a girl, right? No? Uh, no, no. Not not I just broke up with one recently. Ooh, tell me about it. What happened? Do tell. I brought her to uh a fish show. Um, the band Fish. Mm-hmm. Band. I know what they are. Yes. And Thank you. Thank you. For, <laughs> feels good though. And she's um, 
she's a year younger than me, so she's a junior. I'm a senior in high school, and uh, at least she's never been out outside of her, uh, you know, room. Yeah, room. <laughs> Close, closer Ever. to the mic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, she's she's only sixteen. She's sixteen, and um, she's never seen drugs in her life or anything. And at these shows, people do tend to do a lot of drugs. And it was on New Year's Eve, and and <laughs> drinking like just people smoking pot. And she's never seen that in her life. And ah, she so. left five minutes before the show started. Uh, Good for her. She kept her honor. And uh, she got pissed at me for taking her to a real concert and oh so you didn't so you didn't run after her when she left i didn't i don't think you should do that either yeah you're gonna have to watch the show how long have you been out with her other places i mean did you build her up with like uh if i can start with like maybe uh you know like a a, i don't know the mormon tabernacle choir or something like that or or, you know something maybe orchestral philip glass uh sticks no the original drifters I saw the original Drifters. You know, Jesus. yeah, they're really just. Uh, they <laughs> One of them was a Drifter at some point, and so, uh, but the name Drifters was taken, so they are the original Drifters. Oh, I see. I they saw, do uh, Boardwalk, right? Yeah, Boardwalk. And 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 uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bore you here, Ryan. Your name's Ryan, right? Brian with a B. Oh, Brian with a B. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, you know what? Sixteen, you were going to get in trouble for that anyway. Sixteen will get you twenty. I'm seventeen. That doesn't give, that doesn't give, although I think it does, actually. I think that if you're one year older, it's different from, like, if I did it. It'd be, it'd be a lot different. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you're a grown person, and if you're just, like, so, you know what I mean? They, they allow for that a little bit. It'd be different if he was the same yeah. age as you and you did it. If, oh. I, if I was to fuck you, <laughs> yeah, we don't know where, the, where would that fall? I don't know. It could be anything. Uh, Welcome to the show, Brian. I was, uh. When I was, let's see, how old are you? 17? 17. Well, when I was 17, there's no statute of limitations now. I should be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I did get my dick sucked by a 14-year-old. Nice. But uh, we're not concerned about the statute of limitations because she later committed suicide. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> no, we don't have to be concerned. <laughs> I mean, they can charge me if they want. I mean, they're going to have a hard time proving it with no witness. Jesus Christ. That's a true story. <laughs> That's a true story, yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, I'd have nothing to do with it, you know what I mean? I, I have no choice but to just play by the hand that I'm dealt. Oh, man. Yeah. We've been, uh, you mentioned the, our toddler audience, and then uh, they appear. This flies <laughs> right over their head, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think they're getting a lot of this. I, I could relate to the whole uh, girlfriend thing Did where she's kind of a bummer. I, we went to a Blue Oyster Cult concert. It was open air concert right outside <laughs> on the uh, Newburgh waterfront. And I sparked up a joint. Was, was this 1990? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's when she was born, though. No, wait, I'm 89. She was uh, 14. I was like 16. It was a little risky at the time, but. Yeah, we saw Blue Oyster Cult lit up a joint. She got pissed. I was like, well, then you're not. You can't uh, really be my yeah, girlfriend. Cause I, it, I, Maybe, uh, I had to walk her out of MSG uh, five minutes into the show, and I, you know, with the fear of not being able to get back in, I had to find the supervisor of Madison Square Garden and be like, dude, I had to take care of something. I had to you didn't. walk this girl to the train. I had to escort her. You didn't have to do that, though. No, I did. You my just, parents, like, get the fuck dad, out. I was like, <laughs> she's, like, leaving. I don't know why. I said to my dad, and he's like, you need to make sure she gets home safe on, on New Year's Eve. So you got to walk her to the train. So I did that. 
And uh, I missed like half of the first set trying to do that and get her out and then try to get my team. Oh, wow, only 11 more hours of music to go. <laughs> 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 they really, they do everything, don't they? They drag you out. What was the biggest surprise on the set list? Um, damn. Uh, a hard time remembering the show? No, no. Uh, they played also Sprack Zarathustra, which is like the 2001 Space Odyssey. I didn't understand any of those words. What did you say? It's the Space Odyssey theme, like the da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's it called? They do like a funky jam version of it by some jazz guy. What were you saying? What is the title that you used again? Also Sprach Zarathustra. Oh, right. I think I've seen that written, yeah, and I've never ventured to even give it a shot. So I tell you what, you've, you must have really good parents. You had very good parents. No, I actually do. Um, uh, no, I know you do. Yeah, that's why I say. Otherwise, I you. I'm a fish fan. I don't have good parents. No, no, I'm saying you have excellent parents because otherwise you would never attempt words like that. And uh, you, you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably right. You know, <laughs> it's, it's confidence. People with, with uh, good parents, they're like that. They think everybody wants to hear what they have to say. And, uh, and it makes you a, a, a more happy and well rounded person. You must be very grateful. Tell them that's an observation that I made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already knew that. That girlfriend advice? Um, oh, yeah, know, for Christ's sake. I, I've gotten some advice from Pat, and I just knew that that whole chase route the, the train thing. I've, I've actually taken enough advice for me to even think that. You can't, no, you don't, don't. Wait, what was, it, what was the advice I gave you? Uh, don't, you don't have to walk around. Just say, oh, just right. go. No. <laughs> but no, I was pointing out that he did something he didn't have to do. Exa right. That's what you're going to get when you, like, I was told to just, what, what to do in a situation? Oh, just never text her again. <laughs> never call her or text her again. And I was like, Was okay. I wrong? No. By all means, call her I if mean, you think it's the right thing to do. No, I mean, well, this is, we were talking about yeah, a, a yeah. thing that and happened it, in the past. past. <laughs> that was, You're talking about it, and I, and I have, I, I, <laughs> I don't agree with you. I think I did, I think I did him a huge favor. You ever have one of these girls that just like uh, gets under your skin like right away? Probably not. Uh, Yes, actually. And she's kind of like calling the shots, like before you even know what the fuck's going on. Like day one. Mm hmm. Literally. He was in one of those. And, 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 and like she called, like after he hadn't called her for a while, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. He like, he <laughs> had a nervous fucking breakdown. Oh, a little bit of emotion. I gotta take this. I gotta, I'll text her. And it's like, yeah. don't. You don't have to do that. You don't owe her anything. Yeah, we've known each other for over nine years. You and that girl? That seems no, no, to be you and me, Pat. You and me. <laughs> That's when this advice happened. I gotta say something. That seems to be a, a thing with, with, I think every girlfriend I've ever had, they have anxiety attacks. Why? I don't fucking understand. Most you... senior girls and junior girls um, in high school nowadays fucking have these anxiety attacks like all the time. Yeah. Everyone I've, I've like talked to, it's the weirdest shit. Are they triggered by some of these drugs that you're giving them when you go to these concerts? <laughs> I had one that had a panic attack, and it was triggered by marijuana. I'm not doing it. Back it's in the, high school. It's the other fence. Yeah. And she, she, she had to go up to, uh, like, Valley Mental Institute for, like, a, a semester. And uh, she was in better shape when she got back than she'd ever been. And she's happy, well-rounded. She put on a little weight. And then two weeks back with her fucking mother and her family, she was a total asshole. It's like, fucking depressed and horrible. Hey, what? People think that uh, that the, the the institutions, when the institutions are that much better than your fucking home, that's the one you want to marry. And I did. Wow. Damn I right. married that woman. You know why? Because she had red hair. <laughs> How long have you been married? Now? This is, I'm on my third marriage now. 
total. So how many oh, years so, total? Uh, yeah, uh, right now, uh, I don't know about total, but a little over a year now, and I'm very happy. Nice. Yeah, the wife I'm with now is nothing like these other ones. I mean, I had one per decade. I thought that was going to be a picture of one of them. <laughs> no, no, no. It was hard to find that one. To think of it, I actually had Polaroids of my 15-year-old girlfriend naked. You know, we talked about this before. So I went through my photo bucket and found a picture of this girl from, uh, must have been my, my uh, sophomore year. So yeah. I now have a picture of an underage girl naked. So what, what is now like... What do you it's mean like, we have it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you owned photo bucket. Do not send that to me. That's why see, that's why all this fucking shit's so dangerous with the cloud and shit. It's not that yeah. somebody's gonna find your stupid dick pics, it's just somebody's gonna like an upload fucking child porn on your shit. Right, but it becomes sharing no child thanks. Porn. It's like it's like a grape that turns to wine, but the wine is like, yeah. Yeah, the darker the uh, the dark the darker the uh, berry, the uh, sweeter the juice, right? Yes. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. Well, what do you do uh, when you're not uh, doing concerts and hanging out with Eastside Dave? By the way, Eastside Dave, what a, what a guy, huh? Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's crazy. How did, he, uh, how did you um, get hooked up with the show? Uh, through Roy. Roy the keyboardist. Yeah, Roy That's Harder. Okay. He's a, a very, extremely fucking like, well-placed like, uh, guy, right, in music yeah, business? Yeah, 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 huge. Um, very successful. I think that uh, uh, I've known him for like six years. You might be able to have like some kind of musical we career. Same, we live in the same town. What were you saying? You might be able to have some kind of musical career, like a real like you know going forward, like you could be a huge star. Um, why? Because of the mostly with Roy. No, mostly the charisma that you possess. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just, la I'm just <laughs> laughing at other stuff. <laughs> No, I mean, because uh, you're incredibly talented. I've heard you play, yeah, and it's like, well, thank you. it's fucking insane. He's insanely fucking And then uh, you've been playing, I know, a number of years, but you're only 17. Yeah. I've been playing since I was 17, and I have not improved since I was 17. And I practice three hours a day. It's <laughs> never get any better. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I, I, guitar playing is hard, though. It, it is hard, yeah. Do you uh, do any other instruments, or, or does like, guitar just feel like the right thing? Guitar, yeah. Guitar, it's always been it. Yeah, you um, card. But I, I can also play, you know, don't, bass. Don't show it to me. Yeah, if you can play guitar, you can play bass, for Christ's sakes. What's your favorite Motorhead song? Uh, Motorhead. <laughs> Wait, they what? have a song, song called Motorhead? Yeah. <laughs> Do they I really? Uh, I actually um, I feel like an asshole for never long, really but... even listened to Motorhead uh, before Eastside Dave. He got me, you know. He got you into Motorhead? No, it's because we played it on the show once, so I know one song. What about Ace of Spades? Did they play Ace of Spades? Uh, no. Who sings Ace of Spades? Maybe. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they certainly do Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. They had to do it about the Ace. They couldn't do it about some about like Nine of Clubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a shit about the Nine pretty of Clubs. Pretty fucking uneventful. This is this is Two how I like of Hearts. Now, uh, <laughs> what he said. Do, 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 do. We were talking about how gay that song is. Am I wrong? What's that? Two, two of Hearts? That's an official, oh, nice. like, gay theme. Two of Hearts? I don't know what you're talking two about. Two of Hearts all over, all over. This show is definitely over. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's become the Eastside Dave. <laughs> why are we at Eastside Dave? To make him feel more When did that even happen? If, uh, what, what's going on here? <laughs> hey! Hey! Gonna, yeah. Sorry, David. I, points out for you! I thought it was... <laughs> points! I know, I hung out with him. Oh, good, good. I swear no, to God. No, yeah, you're great. You're great. <laughs> All right, guys, we got uh, Roy Harder. It's actually not bad. 
<laughs> Chumbawamba is still a band. They're still touring. Yes, yes. Oh, I swear to God, look it up. I love Chumbawamba. I like Chumbawamba better than I like living right now. I want the show to end. <laughs> okay, we're done. Like, a, like I didn't fucking carry it on all this time. Like it wasn't me. Yeah, right. I'm waiting <laughs> like for I'm you. I'm like fucking weird about it. Cause I feel like if I would have cut that off, you would have gotten mad. Would have right. lost points. I'm out of cards. Nine of clubs, right? Yeah. We got it. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're definitely yeah, done. You. Death, be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful. We both know you're not really shit. Uh, death, death is even a cause. That's what he would say. It's a symptom mm -hmm. of something else. Right. Nothing more than a slave to fate, chance, kings, and desperate men. And that's what we have in this Manhattan murder on a whim carried out on the schmurda the moment. The man's life was just sitting there, like a blow pop in a supermarket checkout lane, stocked abundantly, displayed at the level of a child's eye, within easy reach of greedy little fingers. Shoplifting. This is his life? Yes. Wow, nice. I have the stories of four men. talking about poetry. Yeah. And we get right back into poetry. These lives together, connected by fate, right? These mm -hmm. four guys, okay? Now, sometimes people find their destiny in the 16-year-old vagina of their boss's niece. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes destiny walks into the bathroom, taps you on the shoulder while you're staring into the toilet. And sometimes it says, you are right there, chief. Cruel. Mm. We could do a phoner if you like. Is that, is that email? Oh, yeah, there he is. Lose Bruce. Lose Bruce. Yo, money used to play my cousin Gregory in football. He went to Boone. Where's his stuff? Yes, yes, yes. The reason for the visit. Got it all deployed for you. Taste the wares, email. Emil. Oh, yeah, I remember this scene now, but oops, look out. That doesn't look good. Yeah, goodbye email. Think, yeah. God. But, uh... Oh, is that in the movie? Oh, that's just yeah. pictures around the whole place. Yeah, yeah, that's a little artistic yeah. turn they did. Well, hey, look, it's on, those, his, that, it's those, on his reel. Those were not guys that were sitting there watching it, the Dean Martin watching the murder, and they for some well, reason yeah, no, I just, black and white yeah. still. I didn't notice the blood spattering. I just thought, like, for some reason, there's there's some kind of meaning in, <laughs> there's some kind of meaning in popping up pictures of uh, the yeah, Rat Pack. Yeah, he's always trying to be cool. Yeah. And I'll interpret this quote. 
Now, uh, let's say, let's say, let's say you, you go to the movies, Jr. Right. You've been to the movies lately? Uh, I don't go that often. You don't go that often, yeah. but you remember the experience? They have a. Oh yeah, you sit there. Yeah, well, before we, when you go in, there's a guy who rips your ticket. Um, I'll interpret. Yeah. I'll interpret shit that he said. Wow. I mean, if I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. Full screen, motherfucker. Yeah. Over us. We don't want to see us. We want to see loose Bruce. Look at him. He's a dork. There's no way this guy, he's lost. He's not going to do anything. What's he cool. doing there? There's no way. Can they hear us? What, they're pushing him now. Oh, my goodness. This Clearly. is going to be nothing but trouble. He's in Harlem or something. This oh, this kid, he's never going to fit in. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, what's now on? he's just off oh, to the side. They're just mocking him, dancing. Yeah, because... Oh, feels like such a... Like, oh, look at him. He can't even clap. No he's got zero rhythm. This is going to be trouble for this. Like this I, I feel bad as a white person. Well, I... I feel like this is made to make me feel bad. Well, this is this is very entertaining, but I don't know what's going to go on with him. He's, he's left out. He's got to feel sad. He doesn't seem loose to me. No, not at all. I mean, oh, gosh, here we go. Hey, this Mike. is going to be horrible. It's got to be. Look at the poor guy. Oh, gosh, now what? How was he dressed like that? I mean... What? what? What happened? Whoa! Look at that sliding. Wow. That gliding. He's on roller skates or something. This man has a head of hair like he doesn't still have. I see, I did not see this coming at all. I mean, I knew it was, but I still didn't see it coming. I mean, no matter how much I see it coming, it's still a shock. Can you believe that? That's our him. friend Bruce. He rehearsed. It kills me. It just kills me. The guy's got like two metal hips now or something. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do this a lot anymore. God bless him. Oh. I love it. I love it. I like that hey, guy. You know, you know that is? That's Bruce. You remember the, 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 uh, that, that television program, The Sopranos, right? Uh, yeah, I love you The You remember the first one that, that Christopher kills, Email? Is that him? His name's like Email, but it's like he calls him Email. That's him. <laughs> no yeah. way. That's him. What the fuck? That's Lou's yeah. Bruce. That's Lou's Bruce. I know that fucking guy. Holy shit. He get your, I can get you an autograph. Dude, yeah. <laughs> and you oh, would never... like you don't want an autograph. It's not as if you would see like a guy like one of us and go like, I bet you have a hidden talent. <laughs> <laughs> and that it's like weird 80s breakdancing. Yeah. Well, it wasn't weird in 80s at the time. It was yeah, contemporary that's right. yeah, yeah. awesome breakdancing. I don't even know why I said weird. It's very, it's standard 80s breakdancing. Look at this thing. Well, this is, but now they're getting, this looks like a chap situation or something or in cowboy land. This isn't the clip that I remember. No, no, no. There was another one where he did the uh, uh, Showtime at the Apollo, and, but he did the same thing. He came out acting like Latke. Or Latka. <laughs> like Latke. Latke. I think that's something to eat. Like Latke. Yeah. I am Latke. <laughs> But I he did. I don't know how to dance. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, and then he rubbed the stump and kicked it. <laughs> and he Not necessarily in that order. Shit. You know what I'm talking about? He that motherfucker can dance. Yeah, he can. You gotta, you gotta give it up for that man. You right got there. to. It's Bruce. Everybody. Loose Bruce, y'all. Yeah. See, watch him come out and act like Latka, and then we don't need to see the dancing because we know the secret and we know the trick. Uh, same thing. He rubbed the stump. Yeah, he's got the, he's hiding the, he's hiding, the trench coat now. He's hiding the crazy outfit. Here. Oh yes, I'm a street performer. And you perform here in New York City? Oh yeah, I like New York City very much. Uh-huh. So uh what uh -huh, are you do? All right. Well, I usually I rob motherfuckers like you. Funky beat for me. I want DJ okay, to make a funky beat for me. Now here he's taking that off a little too quick like a like a stripper with no patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have uh finessed. Hey, well, yeah. He was, he was 
This is his knife. Oh, he's though. a little goofy still, a little goofy still. You can see and that. that walk is not sold yet. Yeah, at the time, these moves were like fucking... How is he? He was like the Jimi Hendrix of dancing. For I get that. That's a completely different routine. He can do it, though. Yeah. It's so funny, like... I just think that he uh, should. This should have been his whole career. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. Would you I ever switch off this? I don't think that he. There, there wasn't some attempt made for for success beyond just going to the Apollo. I guess. Like I guess it's not he, like you'd spend that much time learning to do something. Just be like, hey, I'm just gonna maybe get on the Apollo, fuck around. That'll be it. Hit. What do you get? Like fifty bucks and, and capture for the Apollo. Uh, uh, I guess what you're saying is that he peaked. It hit its zenith. No, it's kind of like Shields and Yarnell. You know, after a while, you're just like tired of watching these robots. Uh, Shields was t- Yarnell. I liked. Yeah, I mean, you know, Yarnell was no. That Shields. was all Yarnell. Should have just been. First of all, Yarnell and Shields should have been. But I mean, you could reverse it if you want to. Me, that's I'll ha- that's how I remember them, and don't try to change it. Yeah. What were you talking about? Rape well, culture. I will say this I about don't... email. Uh, he gets to come back and be a ghost. Oh, he does. Yeah. Really? I don't. Remember yeah, that. he goes like. In, a, in, a, in like a fucking nightmare is actually what it is. Ah, it goes. He's sense. like, oh, I'm the, email. It was the, it was the, it was the Christmas You're like, episode. What? That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> As you wake up from that nightmare, just more confused and scary. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't exactly the ring. Like, I think I can look this one in the face. <laughs> I am email. <laughs> it's like, all right. There's a there's a bullet in the thing. <laughs> that's that's the nightmare. It's a it's a fucking ghost, Chrissy. Hey, understand. <laughs>